So we're holding now in the three weeks, and it's extremely important that we start making the work. It's very, very important. Not to allow the three weeks to just pass us by, and like my father said the other day when he was here, that it just becomes one big nuisance, and everybody's trying to find heterium to learn how to deal with it, instead of using the opportunity to grow and understanding the responsibility. That's a key thing. There's a Gemara in Yerushalmi, in the first parak of Yuma that says, Kodor of any generation that the Beis Hamikdash was not built in that generation. You can lower the drum. I think it has a stick. Any generation that the Beis Hamikdash wasn't built in that generation. Malin olav akosuv, malin olav kiilu huchrivai. We had the way we have to perceive it. The way we have to look at it. The way we have to see it is if in our generation the Beis HaMikdash was actually built and our behaviors today caused it to be destroyed. So it's not the Pshad is that once upon a time people were very bad and they did terrible sins. And because of their terrible sins they were machrav the Beis HaMikdash and now by us it's gone. Maybe we have to have big schusim to bring it back. And maybe we're not, uh, you know, doing, living up to this big thing to bring it back. But not that we would perceive ourselves that we are doing the exact same thing that they were doing then. And even if the Beis HaMikdash would be built in our times, that our behavior would be strong enough to be machrav the, the Beis HaMikdash. That's a very strong Musa. And it's talking to us very strongly that we have to feel that if the Beis HaMikdash wasn't built, then by definition, we're doing enough to destroy it. The way we were masbered the other day in the Vad is that, based on a morale, the Be'emes HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a world with a purpose. The plan and purpose of the world is Hashem is Mis'ave, Hashem desires that His Shekhinah should rest in this world. That means Beis HaMikdash is the natural way the world should be. And a destruction is a Chiddush. Golos is a Chiddush. It's going out of the Derech HaTeva. It's almost like taking a rock from the ground that really the Shoyrish, the, the Yesoyed of the rock should be in the ground and you throw it up. So you put velocity into it. You put energy into it and it moves away from its source. But when that energy goes away, automatically... It's drawn back to the source. So Yisrael is like, so to speak, being pushed away. There's a force pushing it away, but really it's supposed to be going back. It's supposed to be going back to Yisrael. The base Hamikdash is supposed to be here. So if it's not built, that means we're pushing it away. It's not just that it's not built, so we didn't bring it. We're pushing it. So the, the same cause of what caused the base Hamikdash to be destroyed in the first place we have to feel that we are also pushing it away. And it's extremely important for us to make the Avoidah in this Tkufa. I was thinking about the Gemara in Halizok, in the famous Gemara that the Olam should learn on Tisha B'Av or prepare it before. So they have what to learn on Tisha B'Av, the Gemara that discusses the story of Kamsa by Kamsa and many other things that go on over there in the Sugyas. The Marsha says, 
that those Gemaras are elaborating on the Gemara in Yuma Daftes. The Gemara in Yuma Daftes says that the second base Amigdash was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. Now that needs a big pirush. Exactly why Sinas Chinam is such a destroying corruption of a human being that it, that it, it, it causes Chorban Abayis to understand it well the Pirush Advarim you have to learn up in the sugya of Kamsa by Kamsa and the other sugyas over here is an explanation in the Oymik of what Sinas Chinam is and why it's destructive. But I'm not going into that today. That we'll probably be doing over the week in Devad, trying to touch that up a little bit. But the Gemara begins the sugya, the opening remarks to discussing Churban Abayas in the Gemara in Gitin says, what does it mean in the Pasuk? The person, praiseworthy is the person who is afraid. And one who is stubborn is a person who is going to be destroyed. What is this referring to? And the Gemara goes on to say, so you have a Rashi, you have a Toysis. I'm not going into all the little protim of it, but the point was that the people of that generation had a certain self-confidence in themselves. And because of that self-confidence, they were not afraid enough of the Churban coming. And that stubbornness is what stopped the Churban, what stopped them from doing the avoid that they were supposed to do, and which led them to even Watch this whole story of Kamsa by Kamsa unfold in the Chacham when Michu Biyodom, they should have saw it coming, Ubefrat, Beitar, and Tormalka after the first wave of destruction in Rushalayim, they should have seen, they should have learned from it. There's a Gemara Numa that says that there was Simonim, that the Churban was coming. They didn't take heed to those warnings. There was a lacking in Yerushalayim. You have to see the various Pirushim of the Gemara. But what's the Pshat? What's the Poshim Pshat? The writing was on the wall. And they still didn't wake up. They still didn't think about that. They knew they had prophecies. They had, they had different things to work off. So why weren't they afraid that the Tzorah is going to come? Why are they not afraid of it? So I want to say a big word. Not so worked out, but we'll work it out right here, right now, with the Oilom. Basically, a very deep point I want to develop, started talking about it a little bit yesterday and this morning, that uh, based on the Oruch Laner at the end of Makis. The Oruch Laner at the end of Makis, in the last piece of Gemara, when the Gemara talks about where Rabbi Kiva and Chaveirav were walking next to the Mokum Hamigdosh, and the base Kodesh Kadoshim, and they saw the fox going out of Kodesh Kadoshim. So over here, the Aruch Laner says, he points out that when the Chachomim were mavatl the Yetzahara of Avoidzara, which was the Yetzahara of the first base Hamigdosh, they were mavatl that Yetzirah, they saw a demus of a Aryeh coming out. 
That means that the Yetzirah in the time of the first base Hamikdash was compared to a lion. In the second base Hamikdash, where the Chet was in a schinum, says the Orach Lamer that the Chet is compared to a fox. Now, I'm not going to the whole shtickle, but the point is, a fox is sly. Sly means that externally, you believe that you're good. You're Isaac Batoyer. The mitzvahs. Ubegemilis chasadim. But you're 100% corrupt human being. But he's sly. He's like a fox. We still too a word from a nitziv in the Meroyme Sadeh in Yuma and Aftes, where it says over there in the Gemara that in the first base Hamikdash, the Jewish people transgressed in Gilaraya Shvichas Domen Avoydazara. And it's Mashma from the Gemara, in the second base Hamikdash, there was no Shvichas Domen. It was only a Sinaschinim issue. And says the Nitziv that this clear Gemaras and clear Chazals that say that there was Shvichas Domen going on there. So how does the Gemara make it sound like there wasn't? So the Nitziv says that in the second base Amigdosh, when they killed somebody, they killed him under the banner of Torah. They called him a Apikoris, a Min, a Moiser, a Koifer. They had justifications. But the Shoirish of why they saw the person in that light, how they justified themselves, that was based on Sinaschidim. As opposed to the first base of the Ritzicha was a Ritzicha. It was a Maisa Retzach. That's Shvichas Domen. Over here in the Maisa, it looks like the Maisa is not Shvichas Domen Bechlau. Fakert, Adirav, it's a Maisa of Kanoi Nikmas Hashem, you know? But the Shoirish of why they touched the person up that way was because of Sinaschidim. It means it's very similar to what the Orach Laner is saying. The point is that when the problem is in the Midas, then the way it works is the Midas manipulate the way you perceive. It plays with your perception. Perception of self, perception of your actions, where you can be walking around and you can be taker, somebody who's oisik b'toyru b'mitzvahs u'begemilis chasodim and be a shoifech domim mamish at the same time. But you wouldn't see that because the fox, the sly fox, which brought me to think about the Masil Sashar. The Masil Sashar says something that we have to understand because we are still in that place of Khurban. And we just said over from the Yushalmi that we have to perceive the reality is that our generation is doing something to push Besamekdash away. Not just not to bring it, to push it. This is a very important thing, we have to know that. And we can't be Maxelibol, Yipol Birol. Others came before us, did not bring the Besamekdash. And had a lot of suffering. So we're going to be... Ex- you could read the Gemara and get in and think that it has no shaykhs to you. 
What are we, what are we tolly our bitochenim? Toysmith says. They were tolly bitchoinom, bashirusom, bishalvosom. Ah, life in America is awesome. Same thing. You read the Gemara? Same as that. Same shoyte that doesn't read, see from history what happened time and time and time again when you push away Beis HaMikdash. When you push away Shechina. Time and time again. What are we toilet betreinam in? Makshelibo yipol It's It's negaya to us too. Halo halamaisa. That's how you have to learn the Gemaras. Halo halamaisa. I was looking at the Gemara in Brochus. But the Gemara over there brings the Gimel Meshmeiris Havi Alayla. And it quotes a Pasuk in the Gemara on Dav Gimel that Hashem roars like a lion. Hashem in Morin Yishag, Mamon Kotcho Yitin Koiloi Shoyeg Yishag Al Naveyu. Just talking about Hashem is crying over the Beis Hamikdash, over the Golis. And I saw the Pirushim of Haigoyen says, that it's in order to teach us that we need to do that. And that was the purpose of the Gemara, giving you the Gemara Mishmoyers, to show you when is his man that's Mesugal Fetzfilis. And we just walk through life totally not even thinking about it. Forget about Yishag, Kari, Not realizing the reality of that we are pushing it away. And we're toilet in the shalva that we have in this world. It's not Mr. The same thing. Or exact same thing. How could we not learn from their mistakes? And vice the choice, the getters, the same getter. Because we have a lot of toiru mitzvahs. A lot. More than they had in Europe, for sure. Hundreds of yeshivas, koilulim. There's religion. The shuls, this davening, this chumras, chumras leroyv. Mamish, the briskers, they went out of business, you know. Every guy is a mamachme. Yeah, machme to eat base yosef, 500,000 pounds of meat, you know, it's like a shtickle steer. But I'm not gonna talk about that now. But the point is, lo chaser religion. Lo chaser gemilus chasadim. Aba chaser deika. To see the truth. To see the truth in the midas, that's where you have to look inside. So I was learning with some of the oilam, the younger oilam, I do the first part of the seals of Sharon with. And we were up to Chelke Hazihirus, third parak. And he says a very strong point. Basically, Messias Sharon tells us, if you come to this world, the Gemara says, Noyach lo adam that means if you come to this world and you don't use the kalim he's about to give you, on you it says, Noyach loy shaloy nivra. Meaning, if you come to the world and you don't use the kalim he's going to give you, you would have been better off just going straight to Elam Haba, the Naam of the Kisufa, than earning it because you're going to lose, you're going to fail. What's the thing that you have to do? Yefashmish b'maisav v'yemashmish b'maisav. You have to cal- check into your deeds, which we're going to talk about in a second. That's what he says. Clear words. If you don't make cheshbon on nefesh, you are cooked. Plain and simple. That's what he says. And he explains. Because a human being works according to his midas. Hergela. 
goes only what he wants to do. Only. Only what he wants to do. Without Cheshben HaNefesh, you only do what you want. Now watch this. L'chayu. I and you, we probably sit down and think and say, not true. I don't do Cheshben HaNefesh. And I still don't do everything I want. Sometimes I have to be civil. My wife. She wants to do something else and I don't throw her out, you know? Sometimes I have to disciple my kids. So you see, I go connected my Ritzainus. Because Oivet has to go connected with Ritzainus. I do that sometimes, right? The Terence says, no, you don't. Because you have multiple Ritzainus. You have a Ritzainus for a quiet moment. And then you have a Ritzainus that if you're going to throw your wife out and you're going to be divorced, that's not going to be good either. Or if you don't listen to her, she's going to be very unquiet. And that you don't want either. So therefore, you machlef rotzen berotzen. It's not called avoidus Hashem. That's not avoidus Hashem bechlap. Savlonis doesn't even mean that. I'm not giving a shir on Savlonis now. But it totally doesn't mean that. In a very bikits in a nutshell, it only means that my rutsainas don't have to be. And I put them on the side so I can work with your retinas because your retinas are also important. Not that you're a pain in the neck and I have to tolerate you. And if it was up to me, I would punch you in the nose, but I can't get away with that right now. That's not Savlonis Bechlal. Mushak is the avoider. Messiah's Yisharim says, avoider needs Cheshben HaNefesh. And then he says, you have to make two calculations. Two calculations. Number one, before you begin, before Maisa, Koinema Maisa, what do you have to do? She is boinen mahu atoiva amiti, she yivcha boi ha'odom. You have to have clarity in what it looks like toiva amiti. Toiva amiti means, in, in a nutshell, it means that you have to, the things that validate your existence. That's what Toiva Amiti means. Based on Maral, Derechayim, in Masechtas office, we explains Toiv means you validate your existence. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you in this world for a purpose. You have a big purpose in this world. And if you are doing the actions that validate your purpose and your birth and you're coming through this world, doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It means that you are doing Avoidah. Whatever the inyonim that he speaks over there, but you have what does it look like in your view of a human being who's living a life that validates his living, and what would that look like, you know, in my world? And what's ra? Ra doesn't necessarily mean mechal shabbos or doing crazy things. No, a ra means that I'm acting like a regular human being. But I'm not using my life for the purpose it was given to me. That's also Ra. So you have to think into what's Tohif, what's Ra, how it looks, how it manifests in our world in 2023, what that picture in your mind is. Then you go, next step is, you have to look to see your actions against that light. So how much Tohif do I have? How much Ra do I have? This is all Shaloi Bishas Mais. And then Bishas Mais. Why is it necessary to make these steps? Shaloi Bishas Mais, Bishas Mais. 
The Biyad Dover is, because the person has such Negeas. So Shaloi B'Shas Maises, when your Negeas is low, small. So first you talk Ashkafa. Ashkafa doesn't talk about Yaakov Arari. Ashkafa talks about Ashkafa. And I get Ashkafa clear, and what the Ebishter wants, and how it looks. I didn't think about me yet, you know what I'm saying? So I could think clearly at that moment. Then I start bringing me in the picture. Now it starts to hurt a little bit. Anybody who learns Musa, if it doesn't hurt, he ain't learning Musa, you know? So it's gotta hurt a little bit. A little friction there. This has to be a step process. Because if there's no step process, it's not Shaykh to you. Then the whole Mesilus Yisharim happens to be Negea to your wife maybe, to your mother-in-law, to your Chabruse. They fit on every page in the book. But Ali, perfect. You know, you know that there are people say in the world, the guy's not a hundred percent. We have to know who's conveyed a hundred percent. So usually the way it works is you put yourself in the middle and you say, I need a hundred percent. If he's a little to the right or a little to the left, he's not a hundred percent. That's how we are. That's the Nagiyas. When it's coming with me, this, if we have good mice and toivim to cover that. That's the point. So the side of this work that we have to make is to begin to see these things. If we have to look to be Mesak in the Chatoim, there's many parts of the Savoy, but you have three weeks to do them and to, to, to be Ma'ayin in the Chazals, in the Sugyas, in the Sifrei Mashkichim. Try to open your mind and your thinking process. That's the only way. Otherwise, one more Tishabov will go by and you'll watch a lot of inspirational videos and you'll hear beautiful speeches and then the, the base on Mignesh didn't come yet. Thinking that's not that. That's good for people. I'm not going to say that. But we have to look bigger than that. We have to look to make the avoid. Stop over here for today.